Join Miss J every Tuesday for good vibes with sass and laughs, bringing together community, music, and culture. Community, music, and culture. Community Tuesdays. Welcome back to Community Tuesdays. This week, I am coming from Atlanta. Not really, but I have someone from Atlanta. She is coined the serial entrepreneur. Brittany Miller, the brand, is a trailblazer in the Atlanta area. We're going to chat about creating your own path and bringing others up with you. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm really good. I'm glad to be back on the podcast scene. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Brittany Miller. Um, well, I am a woman of all hats. I wear many hats. I'm a jacket of all trades, I like to say. Um, I basically am someone who lives in her purpose. Um, I'm not perfect, of course. No one is. But I have used my challenges and my trials to pretty much control what I do. Um, you know, I use my experiences and the things that I've been through, and I basically pour back into the community and the world with those things through my businesses and through my brands. So what are your businesses and brands that you have? Um, well, Brittany Miller brand is an umbrella. Under that, I own a full service uh, communications brand where I'm basically a publicist for individuals and brands. Because we're full service, we do everything from branding and marketing to actually public relations, um, brand management, event management, things like that. Basically, the creative behind different moves. We help with marketing materials like media kits things like that, all of the things that basically help level networking. Um, and under that umbrella of Brittany Miller brand, I also I own a hairstyling business. So basically that's mothers and daughters hair. I'm a full-time, you know, entrepreneur. So I do multiple things. I have multiple streams of income. I am a natural hairstylist. I do, um, my signature is lightweight box braids. So I do those. I service hair clients as I get them. Um, I founded a nonprofit for women called Let's Be Women, and it just assists women with achieving holistic wellness. So basically every area of your life, whether it's finances, um, you know, your social life, your financial, whatever the case may be, education, different things. If you're trying to get into a career change, just if you need help with resources, whatever, it's female support, motivation, and inspiration for the community. So that's that. I love that. And then, yeah, and then I have Women's Woman Talk, which is a celebrity and public figure interview blog. Um, and with that, I basically interview celebrities or people with large platforms that are willing to use their story or their experiences to help and serve the community and basically answer those questions that we all really want to know, um, you know, that the, the average media platform doesn't really ask. So we get those background questions. We get the things that are more personal, more real. And we just try to have that sit down conversation from woman to woman. I love that. That sounds so, like something I yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also write for Sheen Magazine. So, you know, I'm a media correspondent for different things, for events and, and you know, just for beauty, lifestyle, and entertainment features. I'm so a mom, your story I'm a really wife. has a magical aspect <laughs> yeah. to it because before all of this started, you were juggling marriage, children, career, Absolutely. and you just decided, no, not anymore. Yeah, well, I actually juggle everything. I do. I juggle my career, my marriage, my children. You know, I, I, I kind of do everything simultaneously. It's all a part of my purpose and my lifestyle. So, 
you know, with that, it's just basically I'm blessed to live a holistic life, doing something that I love, you know, using the things that really made me technically a statistic to bring me income and profit and really having passion. You know, so many people have jobs that don't really serve them soul-wise, you know what I mean? Where they just feel like they, yes, you know, they're just working to earn an income. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm, I just feel you haven't always I'm, been this, you know, um, career focused. I think we all had our starting points. What was your starting point to becoming the Brittany Miller brand? Well, my starting point was actually when I quit my job. I, I worked in a pretty much a corporate setting in downtown Philadelphia. Um, and then I relocated to the suburbs doing pretty much the same type of work. I was a meeting coordinator. And it just was really stressful because I was making somebody else rich. And I was tired of coming to work every day on Girl, somebody else's it. terms. Yeah. Um, you know, coming on, coming to work on every someone else's terms and just not being happy and really feeling fulfilled. So I talked to my husband and, you know, we decided that it was just best for my peace and my sanity. Because I think at the time I was actually pregnant. <laughs> so I was really stressed out and I was like, you know what, I just want to quit my job. So he was really supportive <laughs> of that. Yeah, he was really I think supportive when I there, quit my job. Pregnant or not, we just we kind of give up, especially if you have that entrepreneur type mindset where it's just like I deserve more. I'm, I'm my purpose is more, and it's time to go get right. it. Yes, exactly. That spark, or was it just like just tiredness that made you say it's time to go get it? Because not only did you become an entrepreneur, but you also moved to Atlanta. Yeah, well, well, I was an entrepreneur actually for a while before I moved to Atlanta. I started out hairstyling. That was the first thing I did. When I quit my job initially, I became a natural hairstylist. I started traveling to people's homes, doing hair for like dirt cheap. I wasn't making no profit. I was just basically building my clientele. I was making it to everybody, putting gas in my tank. You know what I'm saying? My husband was pretty much holding it down by himself. And I was just building my clientele and doing what I had to do, um, you know, to to build my brand and, and make my yes. mark. So once I did that, I raised my prices, you know, and I became, um, you know, I had my own location when people began to come to me. You know, from there, I ended up founding my nonprofit just from talking to the different women that I did hair for and realizing that we had similar needs. So I started a nonprofit for that. I ended up getting radio attention. And then I was offered my own radio show in Atlanta, which brought me to Atlanta for the first time because um, I had to do training and stuff like that for my radio show. That's amazing because a lot of people always say they see the end result of successful people. And it's just, you know, we don't take the time to realize that everything is a process. So just from you, you know, quitting your job and starting doing hair. And even if that wasn't the end goal, like just pursuing it and being persistent allowed you to get to the place where, you know, you know where you're supposed to be. Absolutely. I agree. I agree totally. It's so funny because I tell people all the time that there's these random moments in my life that come up that are just there for literally a moment and I get so excited about certain things and then they're going that fast. But then I realize when I look in retrospect that each of those little moments all work together to allow me the opportunity to have the big picture. You understand what I'm saying? I love that. Yes. <laughs> so you spoke about the Brittany Miller brand and how, you know, you guys do communication a little different. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you pride yourself on having authentic connections. And, yes. you know, even with your PR firm, I mean, you guys, we really need to check the resume on this because, I mean, she's not playing out here. <laughs> 
at all. <laughs> so at you all. have two stars of reality shows, Tanya Scott. And if you guys don't know, she's on the Lifetime show, Little Women of Atlanta. And then you also have Ashley Atkins, who was on the OWN Network, yeah. um, featured on Ready to Love. Like, girl, you got some big people. Yeah, yeah. You know, they are my girls. They're they're family to me at this point. You know, we're really close. We're really cool. I believe in that. Like, if you, especially public relations, you have to be really, you have to have that rapport with your clients. You have to know them, get to know them, and, you know, really have that vibe. So, they're really dope. Yeah, Ashley is a ball of energy. So is Tanya. They're both like fire personalities. So I really love them. Um, we're we're that's the BMB gang. <laughs> I love it. I have other clients too, though. I have small business clients. I have uh, a makeup artist, Powder by Porsche. I have um, a life coach. I have Shanita Brown, Purposefully Becoming. I have a photographer. Um, you know, Nyack Photos. I have Julie's Candle Company, Davis Candle Company, all kinds of companies. I have different clients that I service from, you know, small small businesses all the way up to celebrities. And I and I when I say full service, it's because a lot of times people come to me for public relations and they're not really equipped yet for that type of service. So right. you know, I help people from the bottom when it comes to marketing and just branding, developing your brand designing campaigns, you know, just just from the bottom all the way up. Yes, absolutely. Because as a beginner, I can tell you it's a lot of work. So I commend you, girl. <laughs> absolutely. It is a lot of work. It's so for a lot, a lot of, of people, we don't really know what the purpose of a PR is. So could you kind of fill the people in? Because a lot of times I see um, different colleagues talking about, listen, I am not, you know, I'm not here to promote your brand for free. Like I'm not here. Like it, it's a real career. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I'm glad that you said that because we are not promoters. So that's the number one thing. I know a lot of people think that we're promoters. PR, we're in the promoting business, but we're not promoters. So with that being said, we help you to make connections. We help you to grow and prosper as a brand. We help you to shape your image. We help you to maintain your rapport with um, the public and with your clients and with with potential clients and customers and supporters and fans. So we kind of help you maintain that relationship and keep it at its best. But we're not promoters in the sense because we're not out here like, hey, follow my client, follow my client. You know what I'm saying? That's not really our job. Our job is to make you followable. You know what I'm saying? It's to work yes. on the foundation. And we just build that quality. We help you build your resume. Like we build you based on your visions and what you want as a brand or a company or a person. But we help with keeping that intact and keeping it under control because obviously we all want exposure. We want to grow. We want more people to know about what we're doing. And as that happens, it gets crazy because other people's opinions get involved. And, you know, at that point, it's our job to help you to keep it contained. Yes, <laughs> at a, I love at a that. Good, at I a think... good level. Girl, yes. Hey guys, Miss J here. And I just want to say thank you for listening to Community Tuesdays and supporting InSoul Media. If you haven't, please make sure you like, rate, follow, comment, whatever you need to do to let me know that you're listening. And also, make sure you let us know what you thought of the show. As always, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook or even Twitter, InSoul Media. Currently, Cardi B is the hottest thing. I mean, we can't get enough of Cardi yeah. B right now. 
Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but her PR firm, her management, I mean, they do a wonderful, wonderful job of keeping things in check. Now, we're not going to talk about the Offset concert thing, but otherwise, they do a really good job. Yes, yes, yes. But even with that, I think they handled that really well. You know, at the end of the day, it being a celebrity and the star of that capacity, people don't realize how difficult that is to please you know, your audience and your your fans and your supporters while still being authentic. You know, it's easy, but at the same time, it comes with real serious challenges. And, you know, as a professional team, it comes with even more challenges because we really are connected to the emotional aspect of our clients as well. So, you know, even though we're business and we're professional, we have that expertise. At the same time, we, you know, we definitely connect on the emotional end. So, you know, it's it's difficult for us too. Yes, I can only imagine because uh, I can't remember her name. What's her uh, her management team? Can't... I can't remember her name. Yeah, um, but she does I, a really good job, and she talks a lot about you know coming from the bottom with Cardi and working towards you know who she is today. And I mean, you can't mm-hmm. help but build a connection that you know can defy just being business partners i mean it has to be more to that absolutely absolutely when you're when you're especially in a level of pr like certain levels of behind the scenes positions really have to become like family for it to be a good mess because it's to the point where you know you know the personality of your brand or your client to the point that you can and you're able to you know work with them and for them so you know, it, that is almost inevitable, that connection. I love it. So you spoke about having celebrity um, interviews with Woman to Woman Talks. Who are some people that you have interviewed on this platform? Oh, our first, our very first interview was with Terry Matthews. She is a uh, Forbes woman. She's a business, a well-known and award-winning businesswoman and CEO. Um, she is also uh, an NFL wife. She's married. To Lee Woodall, which is who he's a Super Bowl champion, former Super Bowl champion. So, um, you know, she's really, really awesome. She is a faith-based woman, and um, she has a son who has autism, and she definitely hits the ground running when it comes to community philanthropy, just raising awareness, and just having the the blessing and the gift to know how to make a profit off of the things that she's been blessed with. She's a really brilliant woman and we're honored to have her as our first, um, you know, feature. Yeah, we've absolutely. also featured, yeah, we've also featured Braylee Evans. Um, she's an actress. She played in Sparkle. She played in apartment in, man in apartment three B on BET. She's in um, a few Netflix movies as well. She's really cool. She's a ball of energy. We love her. We featured Lady B. She's from Philly, my hometown. She's actually in Black History, which is wonderful, in Black History Month. She's the first female to ever record a rap on wax. Um, she introduced hip-hop to the world. Yes. She introduced Will Smith, Public Enemy. You know, she's basically the plug for the start of hip-hop. Okay, that's that's what's up. Yeah, she's really dope. So it really seems like you took hold of your own future and just made a way like you didn't wait for someone to carve out a lane for you you created it and you went after it what are some things that really push you to do that um 
Um, really just my family and my peace of mind, to be honest with you. My husband is one of my biggest, is, is really my biggest support system because he's there, you know, blood, sweat, and tears all the time. Um, my kids are really a motivation because I, I had kids young and I chose that lifestyle at a young age. I skipped a lot of errors in my life that the average young person would have. So, you know, that motivation is really heavy for me to make sure that I leave a good legacy and that I I stand as a good example for my daughters. So that also helped me to channel my focus with women's empowerment because I've had so many experiences with just being a woman and the average adversities. But, you know, also just being a mom of five daughters. Yes, that's motivation in itself. And I love you said peace of mind because that is yes. so important to have peace of mind in what you do, what you consume daily. I mean, you know, people underestimate the power of your job. I mean, you're living and breathing this job 40 hours, whatever you work per week. And it's important that you have that peace. Absolutely. I agree. That's what really fueled everything. And it's like, you really have to be, to be honest with you, unless you're just super blessed and lucky, like you have to be prepared for the sacrifice, for the struggle. Because I feel like to live a blessed lifestyle and to be able to really benefit from the fruits of your labor, doing something that's that's within your purpose that just makes you happy. You have to go through that really uncomfortable stage of sacrifice and struggle and failure and all the ugly things. And once you get through all those trenches, like it, it actually pays off. It's just a matter of being strong enough to have the faith to do what you know you need to do. Yes, that is so true because I came from a single mother, so I can imagine her just raising me by myself to just go out on a limb. And I think it's so important, you know, black love that is important that you had that structure and that foundation with your husband for you to take that leap. And I'm sure, you know, he could attest to like you were a happier person, more focused, a better mom, because all of that really ties in together. Yeah, it definitely ties in together, you know, and. In the beginning, like I said, it always has its challenges because I'm sure he can attest to the fact of the days where, you know, I was really stressed out because I might have had a lot of cancellations in a row and I was ready to give up. I had certain things I had to pay and whatever, whatever. But, you know, just to have just a partnership that has that support system to tell you that it's okay and to keep going and just to motivate you and keep you on top, you know, just be an accountability partner. That part was definitely a blessing. You know, it's crazy because I've had the perspective of knowing what it's like to have support and not have support because before my husband, I've dealt with a lot, you know, in previous relationships and things like that where I didn't have support. So I've seen, you know, both sides, both sides of the pillow. <laughs> and it's definitely a blessing to have that support system. So for me to branch off into entrepreneurship and things like that, it was definitely a, a strong a strong plus for me. Yes, that's so important because you know a lot of times people get one or the other. They get a whole lot of support or they don't get any support. And I think okay. people like myself and like you just spoke on, when you don't have support and then you do have support, you appreciate it. Like you know the value of having people around you that support you and that loves you. Like honestly, not just for a, a, a reason or an underlining uh, motive. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, girl, because I've been through that. I've been through the storm a few times. That's the thing. Okay. I'm not I'm definitely not, um, you know, a first time winner on, on the first try. I failed a few times before I've been able to find that stability in that area. 
Yes, I always tell myself, okay, girl, the first time, you know, you're going to fail. The second time, it's going to be better, <laughs> but you're still going to fail. But that third time, oh, oh, it's going to be a winner. <laughs> I know, that's right. And guess what? The reality is that sometimes that third time ends up being a fourth time or eighth time. Okay. <laughs> but at the end of the day, <laughs> that's so true. Day, you can't settle, you know? That's the thing. You cannot settle for something that you know is is unsettling to your soul. Like, you have to make sure, like I said before, about that peace of mind. You got to have that. That's major. Yes. Now, you talk a lot about empowerment and being empowered by life itself or just listening to women talk about their hardships, and you created a platform to help them. So how important is empowerment for you as a woman, as a mother? How much it's is that holding your heart? Girl, like, it's literally, I want to say... Like, it's, it's everything. It's really everything. Um, outside of my, obviously, my family, my husband and my kids, like, it's literally my everything because I feel like it gives it gives everything that's missing, everything that failed, everything that's bad, it gives that life. And to me, that's what drives me to keep going because those things, you know, can really shut you down as a person when you fail and you do things or things happen to you that, um, you know, are unpleasant or whatever the case may be, it can really shut a person down. So it's like the, the, the ability to be able to pour back into the community, help somebody else and, you know, do make something good out of something that was so terrible is like the electricity. It's like, mm. you know, it's the fuel. It's, it's everything. Yes, it's everything I to love what I'm that. doing. You know, I have girls. I have daughters. I'm a woman. My mom was a woman. You know, it's it's too prevalent. That's major key. I'm glad you said that. My mom was a daughter. My mom is a woman. I have children because yes. people forget. Like, that. that's a major <laughs> right. key. Yeah, like, I, wanna, I wanted a son, and I really still do. I mean, at the end of the day, I would love to have a son, but... um. This kitchen is closed. Okay, let me put that on. On let me put that on. Uh, on the record. <laughs> this kitchen is okay, closed. Okay, we want to revisit but, now. Yeah, so I feel like you know, at the end of the day, it's part of my destiny. Like I've tried a few times, as we can see, I got five girls. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's part. I feel like at this point, it's just my destiny. Like I'm, I'm all about womanhood and empowering women and using everything I've been through to help help the community. Now, we hear it all the time, collaboration over competition, you know, community over competition. But all for day, some, <laughs> competition is, is the way of life for them. Girl, listen, you it's a mind thing. It's a brain thing. You got to psych yourself out. All that competition stuff is just something to get you to be distracted. It makes you nervous. It brings your weaknesses to the forefront. We don't need that. At the end of the day, it's all about being the best that you could be and doing what you can do for you and, you know, doing what makes you happy, what gives you life. Because essentially that energy that makes you excited is the same energy that's going to push you to do the task that you need to get done. So it's really a, 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 cir a circulating thing inside yourself. Yes. And as long as you're motivated, you know, and you're doing what you love to do, you're going to be able to do it. And doing that at your best and working with somebody else that's doing what they do at their best, you can't get no better than that. All that negativity, it slows you down. <laughs> Definitely. Really so. I, I, I totally agree that. with that. Um, my friends used to laugh at me because I always say I never had a hater. Like, ever. And I haven't. Right. Even if I did technically have one, I didn't because I didn't pay attention to it. Right. I know. That's right. They're non-existent, right? They don't right. have any power over here. 
Exactly. Because mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, it's a lane for everybody. It's enough money for everybody. It's enough fans. It's enough for everyone to win. So, you know, why are you trying to hinder me? Hey, I might be the one to have to pull you up. But at the end of the day, too, I always say, you know, you got to love the haters. You got to love them because they they really are the people that I feel like you do your work for. You do your work for those people who are needy, who need something. They are, you know, they they have those 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 things within themselves that they they have to they have to work on. And if you're serving in those areas, sometimes they need that. So it's like you got to love them too. You got to pour back into them too. Yes, you're right. You are definitely right. So when it comes to you collaborating and just um, having an open hand, how is it important for you to help the next person or the person come up behind you? Um, it's very important to me. I feel like, I, you know, there's not there's not much that you can't share. Like, I feel like a lot of people and women are scared to help each other out and give advice and share experience and stories and whatever, because they feel like they're giving up their juice. And it's really not like that. Nobody can really do what you do the way that you do what you do. So you can give all the advice in the world, you know, you yes, can that's a word. give all the insight and it's still it's still not going to be your swag, your style, your delivery, your thing and your vision and your authenticity. So it's not a threat, you know, to help somebody else. So I feel like it's really major because once the more people and especially women begin to to really boss up and do their thing, it's going to empower us as a community. It's going to give us respect as a whole. So when we go out for those jobs and we, we go for those opportunities, we get greeted with respect as a whole. You know, I feel yes. like the faster we build each other, we helping ourselves out individually too. Yes, I love that. So are you believing in affirmations? Yes, absolutely. And so what are three of your favorite affirmations? Um, I would say, okay, my number one is probably I am enough. That is like my favorite affirmation, especially for self. I am enough is big because a lot of times we feel um, less than or we feel not qualified or whatever or counted out. But you have to know that as long as you have breath and as long as God wakes you up every day, that you're enough for the task. Whatever it is that you're about to face, you're big enough for it because otherwise you wouldn't be facing it, you know. So that's one of my favorites. I would also say that I can. That's a big one. It's short but sweet because obviously, you know, if you speak negativity to yourself and you tell yourself that you can't do something, then nine times out of ten, then you're you really can't. I'm learning that um, every day. Yeah, absolutely. Like if any, no matter what path you're going down, if you don't accept anything other than that, you have no choice but to reach it. It's just, you know. It's just inevitable at that point. If you don't accept anything else, if you don't say yes to anything else besides what you want, then you're bound to get what you want. It's just a lot of times people (laughs) give up and they say yes to something else because they're too impatient or they lose faith and they just settle. You know, if you keep saying no to the things you don't want until you get that thing you want, it's going to come. That's how I look at it. Girl, I'm going to use that for when I go out and find me a husband. (laughs) Yes, girl. (laughs) yes absolutely and when it comes to finding a husband don't look for a husband don't look for a husband that is my that is my advice to everybody don't look for anything because when you work on yourself and you be the best you you can be that right man is going to be attracted to that he's going to be attracted to the woman who's worried about 
being the best woman she could be because that's really all a, a, a good man wants. He wants a woman that's at her best, you know, because if he can be content that she's at her best, then he don't got to do nothing. He can chill because he already knows she got everything else that he wants. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for the gems, girl. Yes. <laughs> all day. And so we're getting ready to end. So I always ask my guests to give some words of wisdom or inspiration to help the next person who's listening, maybe feeling a little despair or just, I want to be like Brittany. What are some words you would give that person? First of all, the first word I would give them is don't want to be like Brittany. That's number one. Yeah, look, after I said it, <laughs> I was like, be, don't be like Brittany. Yes, that's, that's the biggest word is don't want to be like somebody else. Be like you. Be the person that makes you the happiest person. Find what, what gives you drive what connects to something that you can remember as a little kid giving you joy and making you smile and do that invest in that give all your power and time in that and cut out anybody and anything that is against it i mean at the end of the day pray on it talk to god god is everything and you know you can do and be whatever it is you want to be Yes, absolutely. I'm so glad you said that. So where can everyone contact you in case they're looking for a communications firm or they need their hair done? How can we inc- yes. get in touch with you? <laughs> um, my Instagram, I am at Mrs. Britt Miller, M-R-S-B-R-I-T-T-M-I-L-L-E-R. Um, on Facebook, I am Brittany Natural Stylist Miller. And on Twitter, I am at Mrs. Britt Miller. The same as the first that I spelled. Um, this is BrittanyMiller.com. Uh, BrittanyMillerBrand at gmail.com if you need to send an email. And that's pretty much it. Everything else, all my other brands, my individual brands are found within under that umbrella. You'll find me through all of those connects. Awesome. I love it. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. And if I'm ever in Atlanta area, I'm going to hit you up. I'm just going to let you know now. Absolutely. Come through. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And thanks for having me. 